privilege of speaking to you tonight. I'm so excited. It's great to see some new people here. We love this. Um, yes, and my last name is Window. That is, it's weird. It is weird. I, I know. I know. Um, so, yeah, there's actually a picture that's going to jump up on the screen in a second. In one second. Okay, so this guy. Do we know who he is? That is not Chucky, and that is not the guy who calls me that. So does anyone know who that guy is at all? Just wondering. Sorry? It is not my grandfather. But a fun fact, my grandpa did turn 90 yesterday. That is not Mr. Wilson either. Okay, so this guy is famous for something. But we don't know what he's famous for, right? No one, no one knows? I know, so that's all good. <sighs> I wish. No, this guy, his name is Michael W. Nicholson. Ring any bells? Probably not, because he's not that famous, okay? Your next guy, I know, I know, it was mine too. Okay, so this guy actually provides us with a really, really good message. I'll tell you who he is in a second, okay? So this guy, does anyone notice anything weird about this picture? What? He's old, yeah. Okay, let's watch a little video for just one little second, if we can get that up. Okay, if sound could... Awesome. Okay, see those little tassels? Does anyone know what they are? No? Okay, so, so you know when you graduate a course and you have those little hats and you like throw it in the air? Okay, those are tassels, right? So behind him are about 30 tassels. How did he get 30... Um, how did he get, he is, do you know what, I wish that's what he did, so this, this guy, he took the, the love of learning to a whole new level, so he is 75 years old, and he has earned 30 degrees in his life, so he has re-enrolled in university for 55 years, 55 years, that's like older than all of us in this room, how crazy, but do you know what the key message is in this situation? He actually decided, I'm going to become a full-time student and not have a day job. So he's so mega qualified, but he's not doing anything about it, okay? Okay, does that, does that, is that like, okay? He just wants knowledge. He's, he's hungry for knowledge. And that's not a bad thing, but do you know what is a bad thing? When you keep doing something that you don't use it for. So you know what I mean? So, so... So he's gone to school. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get a diploma of science or whatever. But then he's like, actually, I want to be English. I want to learn English. But he's not using anything. That is useless, right? That, sorry to be like pretty straightforward, but that's useless. That, that's a waste of time. So he has no job. He's not employed in anything. He just is like, I'm a full-time student. Gang, gang, we love that. But we don't love it, okay? It's not a good thing. Please don't do that. But I'm not saying learning's bad because learning is, it provides us with so many other opportunities. But let's, let's keep learning. So, yeah, he was qualified in so many areas, but never used his knowledge, skills, or abilities. So it was, it was a waste of time. And he's still alive. His goal is to get like 40, 40 tassels on his wall. That's why it's so weird. Okay. So, <laughs> well, that would be sad if someone went up and cut him off, wouldn't it? That would be sad for him. Um, so... The reason I love coming to church and youth is because I actually get qualifications that I can take outside 
into the community, right? I get to learn how to bring Jesus into our community from being at youth and church. So that's one thing I love. So the title of my message tonight is a simple question that I believe we need to keep asking ourselves, and it's, are we using our equipment? Okay, are we using our equipment? All right. And I have a super simple image to put in your mind. So I could easily go out and buy a car, but there would be no point in buying a car if I didn't have a license or I had no intention in getting a license, right? It's just a useless piece of equipment that I can't utilize, right? So I want you to just keep that image in your mind. If you get nothing from that, this message tonight, that's what I want you to keep thinking. So yeah, so there are times when we aren't, but there's actually times we're not willing to use out the equipment God gives us. Like, I'm too nervous to pray for my friends, or am I the only one that's going to be raising my hand in worship tonight? Or what if I'm, I'm just, God, I'm just too scared to join the music team. Like, I, I can sing, I, I can play guitar, but I'm just too scared. We have equipment that we're not using, right? That every single day of our lives, there's things that we could be utilizing more of, correct? Correct? Awesome. So... Who are we to decide that our equipment isn't worth using, right? We have God-given equipment that we get, we get so freely. We get the Bible. We get prayer. We get worship. But we're actually just being like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to pray for Noah because I'm too scared. No, I have equipment in my life that I can be like, I can equip Noah by praying for him, right? But we're not willing to use it. Oh my goodness, we are not, we're not on fire, are we? We're just being like, I'm scared. And it's okay to be scared. But God can still use us when we're scared. We have to have this faith and be like, Lord, I'm so scared. I'm scared to talk. But Lord, you put the words in my mouth. You give me the power to talk. You know, we can level up in that in so many areas when we are just willing to say, okay, God, my equipment is on and I'm ready to go. So I, I really love this scripture. It's um, Matthew 4, verse 18 to 20. And it says, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, and they were casting a net into the lake. So I have my little net here um, that they, they definitely weren't using this net, but I mean, an, for imagery, they, they were casting it into the lake, right? And they were fishing for fish, right? And Jesus walks along and he says, Follow me and I'll teach you how to fish for men. I will equip you to teach you how to save people, how to bring people to me, how, how to make people know the name of Jesus. And these, Jesus, of course, used that as a metaphor. He wasn't going to be like, oh, Isabella, pull it, come on, yeet into my net. He's not going to do that because that's kind of weird. That's kind of like not, not really nice. I don't, please don't catch people in nets. It's a metaphor, right? Um, but my thing is, how comfortable would you be? He was, these, these men were faithful in their nets. They were faithful in the small stuff. How much are you willing to say, God, I'm ready for my next step. God, I'm ready. Before you put down your net and use it as a metaphor, are you willing to do that? Or are you just going to like, I'm scared. Because I would be scared, but guess what? We're, we're stronger than our fear. We're, we're so much more powerful than our fear because fear comes from the devil. And we are not for that. We can be like, okay, look at me. I am fearful, but inside I'm a little bit nervous, but it's okay because we have Jesus and he is the strongest in the world. So yeah, when I, when I hear from God, I'm like, I'm sometimes not comfortable, but do you know what? I've got this equipment on me, in me, with me that I can use to be like, all right, all right, this situation comes, I'm going to pray for Sean. This time comes, I'm going to lift my hands in worship because my, my, my equipment is more powerful than my situation, right? We can change the world with our equipment. Let's just remember that we can change our community dynamics. We can change our family with the equipment that we have. Our friends can come to God because we have the equipment to bring them there, to lead them there, right? 
So, so I know what it, I know what it's like. I don't feel equipped to be up here. I don't feel like I have the right words to say. But with God, I'm up here. It's only because of God that I'm able to speak um, publicly. So, what if Pastor Josh was qualified to be the youth pastor here? He is great, awesome. But what if he was qualified? He just he just got his qualifications, and he's like, actually, nah, I don't really want to. That's a waste. That's a waste of resources, knowledge, time, skills. He's just going to kick it right out the window because he doesn't want to do it. That is not what Jesus calls us to do. He calls us to use what we have because he's given it to us, right? So that story of the net, I can use this, but I want something better, you know? I want something, I want something better than a physical thing. So... Yeah, so what skills are you utilizing right now in your life? And what skills are you not utilizing? And just being like, oh, tomorrow, maybe next year, you know. 2020 is coming. I mean, 2021 is coming. So I'll just do it next year. No, start tonight. Start right now. Be like, God, what is my equipment that is going to propel me into the future? What can I do now? Can I study right now? Can I, can, am I going to invest into this area? Or am I just going to be like, nah, next year. Fresh start, fresh vibes, because we hear that all the time, right? Don't, don't start now, I can wait, but no, start tonight, start, start really investing your time, start praying for what I can use, because it's going to come at so many more benefits than that, it's being faithful in the preparation, and then you get to use it sometimes, so, or even with the story of David and Goliath, I love this story, before David was able to slay this giant, he was responsible for something of sheep, he was looking after sheep in the field. They weren't even his sheep, they were his father's. But he was faithful in that. And 1 Samuel 17, 33 to 35 says this, Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy. And he's been a man of war since his youth. David, But David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. When a lion or a bear comes to steal the lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. Um, if the animal tr- turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. David was equipped in that, wasn't he? He was equipped at, at, at using what he had. He had a club. He, he killed the animal. He had these, not exactly these rocks, but he had five smooth stones that he collected. And the first one literally killed the giant. He, he used his equipment. He had resources around him. He had the power of God on him. And he, yeah, don't worry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to throw it, but, but he, he used it. And he was like, he was faithful in that. He was faithful in his, in his equipment. Who, who knows when we have a car and we're like, is she going to start today? Do I have to call REA today? Because that has happened to me way too many times. But I don't want equipment that is not trustworthy. I want to use equipment. I want God's equipment that is trustworthy, that is faithful, that is God-given. Because we don't need to have risks, do we? We don't need to be like, is this microphone going to work when I'm talking in it? Like, I don't want to have, have that risk of being like, oh no, I'm in a situation where I need to use something, but it's not available or it's damaged or it's, or it's hidden or lost. You know what I mean? Let's be ready and equipped for when anything comes at us. We can, be, we can use our spiritual gifts, our spiritual equipment to then you know, step into that without fear. So um, yeah, I love that story of David and Goliath. Like he, he was faithful. But do you know what? Sometimes it's not in the physical equipment that we physically carry, like, a, like this microphone on my phone, but it's actually in the spiritual equipment that, that we have, that we carry. Um, and so um, I, just, I, I also love the story, Acts 16, of when Paul and Silas were in prison and they used worship and prayer as their equipment. They were like, I don't need to worry about my situation. I don't need to worry about this because it doesn't matter where I am. I could be in jail or a free man. I'm still going to pray. 
I'm still going to worship. It's like Jasmine. She has the gift to worship. She has the gift on the stage where she can lead our one youth worship. What if tomorrow she was like, nah, I don't want to anymore. We're going to be, have one less person. We're not going to have a powerful team anymore. That's what we want. We want to have power, right? We need people for power. We need equipment for power. And it's not just being like, eh, I don't really want to God because I don't think that this is my talent. I don't think my talent is talking. I don't think my gift is speaking to people, but I'm still doing it because God has equipped me. He has equipped me to do this. He's equipped me to be here right now. And that's all I care about. I just care about my equipment. Who cares about how well it's executed? You've got what you need. And that's something so important to remember. So yeah, does, um, so yeah, Paul and Silas, um, they are people that we should look to. We should be like, how can I be more like you? Because in any situation, prayer is powerful. In any situation, worship is powerful. In every single situation, why aren't we praying? You know, we come to church on a Sunday, we come to youth and we pray, we, we worship. How much more powerful is that going to be if we're in our bedrooms every single day and being like, Lord, I give this to you. Lord, I pray for my friends. Lord, I'm lifting your name up high right now because I believe this is powerful. How much more powerful are we going to be? We are going to level up. We're not just going to be sitting around like, eh, eh, this can wait. You know what I mean? Like this has power. We've been given this free gift. Let's use it. Let's, let, let's take advantage of it. Let's not be like, nah, I don't want to. But okay, God, if, if this is what I'm meant to do, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it every single day because church isn't just for a Sunday. Worship and prayer isn't just for a Sunday. It's for every single day of the week. And we see many chains that are broken off. We, we see things. If it wasn't for someone praying for me, I wouldn't be here. My, I, 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 I didn't grow up in a Christian home. Shout out to my best friend, Liana, my guy who, who prayed. I would not be here being able to speak. I wouldn't be in church if it wasn't for a prayer that's like, God, who can I, who can I speak with? Who can I love on? Do you know what? That is powerful because it brings people. It actually does. Prayer actually brings people out of something and into a new season that we get to rejoice in. It is so good. And I love pretty much every seat in this auditorium is filled tonight because we have been prayerful. We've been like, Lord God, I pray for our community. I pray that, that we can see young people come in and feel safe and feel loved and have a revelation of you because that's all that matters. That is all that matters. And who's saying that that can't happen in our classrooms? Who's saying that that can't happen from our schools? But we have to just keep doing it. You know, it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable, but let's keep this God-given equipment strong in our lives and relevant because that is where, that is where we get an overflow of just of everything in our lives. So, so yeah, God actually, God actually still uses us when we're scared and, and it's okay to be scared. Like it's a, it's a natural thing, but let's not let that overrule what we're supposed to do. So if it's like, hey, Claire, do you want to sing? Shout out, do not, do not get me to sing on stage because I'm not that good. But you know what? If God said, no, Clay, be faithful, you can do it. Like maybe the microphone won't be on. Like that has happened before, actually. Some, one time, Liana and I were at school. Yeah, we don't go to school anymore. Um, and we had this performance and Liana was like, hey, Claire, if you don't want to act, like we had to do this Christmas like play. You know, if, if we sing, we don't have to act. And I was like, in my heart, I was like, I'd much rather act. I can walk on a stage and be like, hey guys, you know, but I cannot sing. And then she was like, Claire, we can do it. We don't have to act. And I was like, oh, okay. And so we sat down and had to sing like two songs in front of the whole school. Yep. And a little update that I've 
my microphone was off because I turned it off because I was too nervous. So not everyone could hear me, but it was a fact that I had to do that. And I was like, I'm not willing, but do you know what? I was encouraged. I was like, you can do it. Like, who cares? Like, no one's going to remember it in like five minutes. That is true. No one remembers it to this day. But my brain is like, I got you. I got you. You're cemented in there for life. But it's a funny story now. That awkward moment turned into a funny story. And I have plenty more to share later on with that. So, um, so yeah, if it wasn't for a situation, I would have been so comfortable into acting, right? But even though I don't have the ability for music, it's fine. I can still give it a go. I can still do my best. And that's what happened just with the microphone off. And that's okay sometimes, you know? Um, but yeah, I just, <sighs> Moses, he was a bit of a scared guy sometimes. So God appeared to him in a burning bush in Exodus 3. And it says, one day Moses was tending the flock for his father-in-law. Um, And he led the flock into the wilderness. Um, And the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire in the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement, for the bush was in flames, but it didn't burn. This is amazing, said Moses. Why why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see. He was curious. He's like, "Uh, I'm going to go see this. And... um, so basically God says to Moses, I want, you to, I want you to speak and for you to set these people free. And Moses was like, oh God, I have a stutter. I'm not good with, I'm not good with words. Like what am I supposed to say to these people? How am I supposed to um, um, do something when I don't feel comfortable, when I don't feel like your equipment is going to work? Am I, am I, are my words going to come out or are your words going to come out? But do you know what? God is faithful. God, God is God is a God of promises. And when he promises something, he doesn't let it go. He's not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to give you $2 and then be like, ha, pranked you. Now you're embarrassed in front of the cashier and you have to give him $1.50. He's not like that. He's, he is going to be like, okay, I've made this promise and I'm going to fulfill it because he ain't lying to us. He's not going to trick us and be like, psych, I fooled you. No, that's not the God we serve. We serve the God of, of promises. And how, how lovely is that, that our God promises us, us so much. We just have to be willing. We just have to be like, okay, I'm going to use my equipment right now. That's all it takes. That's all it takes is a simple yes, whether we feel ready or not. It's just the yes. Like, do you remember at Youth Alive, we sing there's a yes in our hearts? There is a yes in our hearts. There needs to be a yes in our hearts because Yes, simple obedience changes history. It does. It really does. There is so much truth in that song. It really does. Just that simple yes. Yes, God, I would do it. I'm scared. These are my reasons why I shouldn't do it. You tell me why I should. Because you are going to be a game changer. You are going to set people free. You're going to see so much happen just with your simple yes. So that's all it takes. The equipment is there. We just have to be okay. Yes. Okay, yes. And, and bam, do you know what we've already done? We barely noticed that we do it. We've done it. It's done. We don't have to be like, oh, the process is scary. Yes, it is. But keep taking those steps of obedience and the equipment is already there. Let's not be afraid. Let's be, let's be people that are so eager to say yes. Yes, Pastor Josh, I will help vacuum the floor. Yes, I will go shopping for youth because I, I honor my time. I honor this youth ministry. Yes, I will preach. Yes, I'll be on welcome team. Um, for church or say yes I'll be on worship let's say yes because we have the equipment here the resources here we just have to be willing to say yes so yeah it says um it says here that God God he used God's words he he was he was he used the Holy Spirit God like and God spoke through him he didn't have to think in his mind he was just like the words just came out and I, 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 I that's kind of crazy for me you know like imagine just standing there just being like 
God's actually speaking, like that's crazy. But do you know the truth? God speaks through us every single day, whether we know it or not. The the person that we buy that packet of chips for, or the or the people that we um that we help them tie up their shoes when they don't know, that's actually God reflecting through us. You know, every single day we have the opportunity to pick up that rubbish and honor our place that we are living in. We have the opportunity; it's there. So let's utilize it because that is our equipment. We need just the yes, 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 Lord. I will say yes to you wherever you're calling me. And so Moses went and he set these people free. These people were set free because he was willing. He was willing to say, yes, yes, Lord. Okay, I'm scared, but you do it. It's, it's you, it's you, Lord. And so, the, but I really believe that the most powerful pieces of equipment we have is our Bible. We have prayer. We have the Holy Spirit. We have worship. We have so many things that are so unseen that are actually building us up, that are building God's kingdom up in us, that are building our characters up because we, we need to be faithful in those, in those small things that seem so small, but are actually life-changing. The Holy Spirit is something that we get to use so freely. How, how crazy is that? The Holy Spirit is a free gift. It's literally, it's, it's, it's from God. The Holy Spirit is a gift. It's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There's no Father, Son, and, and, and heaps more and then the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is a part of that so there's power in that that is from God and and when we have that ability to say okay Holy Spirit minister to me then I can lay hands on the sick and they are healed I can lay hands on people I can pray for people and say Lord I pray that this person this person will see a victory in their life I pray for this this situation and you know what God God is God is faithful God God is loving so he's not going to let us stay in that place of discomfort of, of of danger or you know, of overwhelming fear, you know, he's actually going to be like, okay, yeah, that like, like just pray for them then, pray for them, release them from that, like draw that demon out of them and say, you're loved. Like it, it's that simple. Let's just be people that are willing to pray, you know. So yeah, um, our relationship with Jesus is so powerful. It's, it's such a weapon that we get to use. And the stories that I've shared today, they all had God involved. That's the thing. We can't do it in our own strength. And so when we rely on our spiritual equipment, when we rely on our God-given equipment, then it makes it possible because we are that God. We can't do it, you know. If we, we, we're not loving if we're doing it without God. We're not honoring God. We're not, we're not worshiping Him. We're not praising Him. We're not being like, this is for God. Like, you know what I mean? We're just doing it for our own self-benefit. And that's, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to love people. We're here to be the light to people. We're here to, you know, invest in our young people, in our community. We're here to invest because we love our community, right? We just don't be like, I'm here on a Sunday because cool Instagram. Who cares about the Instagram? Who cares about social media? When we are here to be like, look, my friends, like, let's go to church today. Maddie's doing a great job. She's inviting friends all the time and your friends are willing to come to youth. Great job. Great job, Tamika and Amy. Yeah, a shout out right there. So, (laughs) but Maddie's using her equipment. She's like, I'm not afraid. Who cares? If if I don't want to come, they're not going to come, but they rock up. They've rocked up for the past few weeks and that is something to, to, to think without God, they wouldn't be here, would they? Without, without this place, they would not be here. So, yeah, I just want to really encourage you tonight that the equipment is available. It's just what you do with it. So are you using your equipment? Like God hasn't just equipped us and called us to stand still and lie down and just relax, but he's actually called us to be active, 
to use the equipment and to use it to glorify him. You know what I mean? So this year for me has been a massive growth year. And for a lot of people, it could have been a write-off because eh, 2020 coronavirus, like all this stuff. But you know what? It actually takes the time when, we, when we're like, no, this is not going to shake us. This isn't going to rock our boat and make us fall out. This is a time when we have to hold on stronger than before and be like, God, I'm using what you've given me. I'm studying what you want me to study. I'm talking to the people you want me to invest in. I'm, I'm speaking life over people who you've called me to, Lord. So I'm not just going to say 2020 is a write-off because the equipment is available no matter what season we're walking through. It's whether we're choosing to do it and it's going to be hard. The Christian life is not easy. We, we have this constant battle where, where we, we can feel like, oh, no, is that, is that it? Like, am I doing it? Am I, am I Am I doing what I'm called to do? But do you know what? Let's just keep being faithful. Let's just keep saying, God, this is your equipment. Like we are, we're the hands and feet of Jesus. We, we truly are. We're the people who walk this earth and we're like, whether we literally say to someone, you are loved. Like we don't even have to say, Jesus loves you because we hear that all the time. Let's just, let's be genuine and say, you know what? You're actually loved. You're actually valued. You're actually called, whether they know it or not. We're all called here. We wouldn't be here tonight if we weren't called, right? We wouldn't have convictions if we weren't called. We wouldn't have convictions if we didn't have God, right? So in every situation, let's just, let's just remember who we're doing it for, what we're doing it for. We're doing it to glorify our Father. And that's all that matters, right? That is all that matters. So I'm coming to my end right now. So I'm just going to pray us out. And then I will welcome up some people for a game. So Lord Jesus, I just thank you for this time that we have to just speak and dwell in your presence, Lord God. I just pray right now that tonight is the night that that something changes in our hearts, Lord God. I just believe that we can use our equipment, Lord God. We can use it because you've faithfully called us, Lord. You wouldn't equip us if we weren't able. So Lord, I just pray right now just for our young people in this building, Lord God, to go out and be comfortable with their equipment, not to hold it in or, or to, to, to think it's anything um, that they don't have to use, but like, let's use it. Let's, let's be equipped. Let's be on fire to use our equipment. So I just thank you, Jesus. Um, amen.